So, do you remember the last episode of our very first season, Maggie? Mm -hmm. And how you got so sick, you lost your voice and sounded like a 12-year-old, we'll say. I do, yes. And uh, I remember us having this conversation about never again. Yeah. What'd you do, Maggie? I lost my voice. (laughs) (laughs) For fans, could you tell them how you lost your voice? So, in my defense, first season I lost my voice because I was sick. My voice, I lost my voice this time because we were at a concert on Friday <laughs> and just, I was yelling pretty much the whole time and having a great time. So then when I woke up on Saturday morning with no voice, well, <laughs> we're back to square one. We have to have the conversation again. On the plus side, Friday night, we got to talk with the Kings of Strings and they're so fun to talk to. This was the first time we got to travel this season too, which was really exciting it so much <laughs> yeah and to be able to be in a space where they're performing we're getting to talk to a band was so much fun i actually think that was a first we've done a few interviews but we've never well that's a lie that's a lie it's a second yeah you just weren't <laughs> it's there. a first for me to get to be there in person <laughs> while experiencing the concert usually we do a lot of zoom videos but i'm sure you guys know maggie's gotten to do one more than me and i'm so jealous it's okay. You got to be there with me this I time. Was, it was a, I was, and it was a blast. Oh, my goodness. To a, see the setup in action, talk to the, everybody. They were so kind. I swear you guys are going to love listening. And just watching Maggie capture photos was also a whole experience and interacting with the fans. Oh, my goodness. It was a good night. It was the best night ever. And even though I may have lost my voice just in time for this last episode, we hope you enjoy. From Mackinac to Motown, from Muskegon to Madonna, you're listening to The Musical Mitten. I'm Maggie. And I'm Bree, coming to you from Olivet College. This is your guide to all things music, all from the state of Michigan. So I'm going to have you guys introduce your, all of yourselves. All right. Well, I guess I'll start with myself. I'm Aaron Weissman. We, here we also have... Jacob St. Pierre. This is Luke Parada speaking. And this is Noah Wojcik. All right. How did you guys all come together as a band? Well, I guess I'll start this entourage of a story. Basically, I think I let, uh, met Luke first our freshman year of high school at Divine Child. I think we were, what was it, our gym class? It was during yeah, gym it was class. gym class. I didn't even know. It was through one of our other friends, and then we were just kind of acquaintances for like a year or so. Then I ended up meeting Jake later that year. We were in a history class together, and oh man, you could vouch that history class was something else. It wasn't, well... It was, yeah, it was, okay, I'll just say it's something else, because if I say something else and this gets posted somewhere, it's probably not going to. But yeah, <laughs> It was a very good class. Our I've, school hate us. But I, uh, I met Luke when I was in sixth grade, and I actually shadowed the school that he was at. So I've known him a little bit longer. But yeah, I think Noah, you sh- Noah showed up senior year, halfway through. It was like junior or senior year? Yeah, junior year. I met you guys senior year. I, I think I had a class with you before I actually like met, met you, but then we had like one of those classes where like you get put together with people you know and don't know and then you get to know them better so all around divine child was like the group place we would meet at love a good park too occasionally so be a nice little uh group thing to do for us all of our names line up alphabetically too we're all at the end which is why we sat together most of the classes which is convenient they didn't know what they were signing themselves up for that's how maggie and i became friends (laughs) (laughs) just sitting right next to each other and now we're here oh yeah so then What made you start a band? Like, how did you all learn that you all played instruments? Okay, so a lot of it's inspired through just, like, getting together with the boys and playing Guitar Hero and Rock Band. So that kind of inspired a lot of, uh, like, our musical interests. He's not not lying. um, That's actually true. 
Jake actually played guitar all the way until what? You were thirteen. I was no, I was. Uh, I got it when I was really young, and I just it just hung on the wall. And then eventually, when I turned fifteen, my dad had bought me an amp for a hundred bucks, and I felt like pressure to learn how to do it because he spent money on it for my birthday. And uh, here we are now, like seven years later. So it worked out. I also have that same kit that he's got. I think it's the what the Fender Champion 100, something like that. That kit. Yeah, <laughs> so. it's a good starting place to go. But. And my favorite question to ask fans is, what is the meaning behind your band name, if there's any? Or what's the story about how you guys came up with Couldn't it? find one. <laughs> oh, we went through so many name changes, like 2016. Like, we finally, like, decided after just hanging out and jamming, like, yeah, we should do something with this. And so then, like, I don't know, we were Back in Catholic school, so we were like, oh, let's, let's, let's think of, like, maybe some names to go off of that, like... Oh well, instead of uh, angels, we'll be demons or something like that. And so we did <laughs> cheesy stuff like that. Till then we just walking came around, around in our park. And then Aaron, didn't you throw the I, name? I out? think it was uh, our, our previous singer and vocalist, Geo. He came out with the cakes of strings, and everybody was just kind of like, "You know what? That doesn't sound too bad." And then we just, you know, before I was in the band officially, but I joined the band uh, April 2022 earlier this year. So Aaron's technically yeah. the newest. Technically. technically. The youngest, not really, but you know. Noah had joined before you, so no, no. You want to you want to talk about your? Uh, oh yeah, yeah. I joined the band like better part of four years ago in January. Like the previous drummer left the band, and like I, I've known these guys like throughout high school too, and like I played drums with them too. Like during the, like I sang on some of their jams and whatnot, so like I was already had that connection there. And then me, Jake, and Aaron had like another group called Dill Funk where we like we wrote our own individual songs but some of the songs like we're gonna be performing tonight too for the Kansas Strains so, so yeah like, like when, when the when the opening spot for the drummer popped up like I know Jake was the first person that called me and like to my understanding was like the only option at that time it was the only okay it was the only option but even if it wasn't the only option it still would have been the only option I know that doesn't make any sense but just think about it for a second we, we wouldn't be able to move forward for sure it would have just he was the only choice available but there also wouldn't have been anybody else even if we had another choice so the chemistry it wouldn't worked, have been there yeah, it worked out yeah. too well. yeah. chemistry's a big thing 100 i was probably yeah. waiting for about a year to join the group i was probably waiting about a year for Whew. things to fall apart <laughs> and then it happened and now we're here <laughs> and now we're here you guys all started this like when you were in high school like was this always a dream like to make music no <laughs> no, definitely not. As a kid, I wanted to be an engineer, and now I'm here. So, you know, it's not like I'm too far off from it, but it's definitely something that I realized was something that I enjoyed a lot. So, you know, it's very therapeutic, too, because you can just write whatever you want, essentially, in your songs, and I think that's pretty cool. And you can kind of, like, demonstrate that to people and create something really nice. I think that's really why I started doing it over the years. But Yeah, I wanted to be an orthodontist, but, uh, you know, that did not, did not pan out. No, when I say that, I mean like you know when you're when you're in kindergarten, like you, you're gonna say something like, oh, dentist or or doctor or uh, firefighter, astronaut. But then it was, is Luke was actually the one who spearheaded starting the group because I was playing music already, but he bought a bass and it was like he was really like gearing towards it. And I, if Luke wasn't there, because at the time, I mean, Aaron and Noah weren't there yet. It was just it was me, Luke, and the other two guys. Yeah. And Luke was really the one that was like fiending for it to be an th actual thing and then we played the the senior lock and i think it was 2018 yeah we started playing shows at like our school because they had talent shows and like coffee so many gift lock cards player. senior lock and it's so many gift cards so then we started playing those and we're like okay like we could 
play a song through all the way. Like, we're not bad at that. And then it eventually evolved to, like, playing bars and stuff like that. We got... Now we're pushing up to, like, probably three hours a show, you know? Oh, yeah. Yeah, we're, we've come a long way for sure from, from 2016. But honestly, it all evolved from just listening to a lot of music when we were younger. Local bands, too. Yeah, but Playing too. with local bands at, like, recent gigs and stuff, too. It's the best part it's, a, it's, it. a, it's good exposure, for sure. Like, ideas and just, like, popularity. It's a, good, it's a lot of good exposure. What kinds of music do you guys listen to? <laughs> All right, well, I'm going to have to call this interview here. I'll see you guys later. No. Well, this podcast um, is going to take like 10 hours if we go through <laughs> each and every one of them. I, I would consider it like a classic rock or alternative rock kind of sound. I don't know what you guys think. It goes from anywhere from like a lot of 60s rock. Like we like the Beatles a whole lot. Like we know they're the grandfathers of a lot of things that were inspired through even back through the 50s too but i mean it goes from anywhere from 60s 70s 80s 90s even modern hits now too that we like so i mean there's good music at every time period there's good music in every genre it's just kind of hard to like delve through a lot of like the filler in order to get there that's something that happens quite often we'll hear something and just We'll look up in the direction. I'm trying to be professional, and I literally just did it. I was like, okay. We're actually very inspired by Lila. (laughs) And then earlier you were talking about how writing was very therapeutic for you. So I was just wondering if you guys have, like, a way that you like to collaborate together when it comes to making music. Is there someone who tends to write more? Or, like, what's your process, I guess? I think having that kind of bond, lack of a better word, we were talking about earlier, like everybody being so in tune with each other. We bounce ideas off of each other really well, and we can take criticism really well, too. So I I think just those components together just really help us all put our ideas into one comprehensive piece that, you know, we're all able to enjoy and, like, we help other people enjoy tonight. So I think, at least for me, I would say that's the main, you know, factors to that. A lot of it is jamming first. And then, like, I mean, yeah, there's going to be cluttered jams where it's like, okay, like, hey, this is 100% good. what we want to do here. But, like, we take ideas back from that by, like, listening back. We try and record our jams. And then afterwards, kind of piece it together from there. And then the lyrics come later. So that's, like, usually one of the last things. At least it usually one person does the lyrics per song. But there's been yeah. a, more than a few songs where it's where it's been, like, a group effort or two Collaborative. People. And they, they end up being a lot less... Uh, well, actually, they, they end up where we don't take it as seriously because it's, I mean, there's some lyrics that, like, Noah and I have written for certain songs that are just, like, funny. Like, we, we think about the lyrics and it's like a joke. But it works in the song and nobody else knows yeah. the difference. So. Well, I, well, I mean, I guess the key is, like... Inside like, jokes. Yeah, because if you're, you're, like, I think you're referring to, like, our song, we usually close with WIP, yeah. which, like, is, like, a song about apathy, where it's, like, it sounds, like, it does sound like nonsense on the surface, but, like, what do you call it? Like, we really, meant those, like, we really meant those things when we wrote it. We weren't just, we were just throwing, we, we, you we know, were laughing, we were laughing sticks. writing that, though. Yeah. We laughed every time we wrote a line down, we're like, okay, that's going in there for sure. Mm. And now it's Arguably like, one of the best songs. Great, it's such a great song, like, no one and I were, I don't, yeah, whatever, you just gotta run with it. Just gotta fake it. That's what Do you guys have a favorite song or a song that you like performing the most? Ooh, that's a loaded question. Sorry. <laughs> no, no worries. For me, I would categorize it in two ways. It would be like my favorite song to play and my favorite song to like perform. And I know that it's, it's it seems like there's a fine line there, but when I say play, it would just be like, what do I have the most fun playing as? I'd probably say like our self-titled called Dill Funk. That'd be one of my favorites to play. But as far as perform, I'd say work in progress. Just like having that, you know, call to action, just like back and forth between the songs. I think it's a really nice touch to vary our songs and stuff. So 
Yeah, nice. like, particularly that song, like it's a it's a huge callback to old call and response blues in particular. So that's where like some of that fifties and sixties influence comes from, with like our more hard rock distorted guitar spin on top of it. I do like if I had to pick one. Because I mean, obviously, I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to have to pick one, but I think I like soul food a lot, which is kind of, kind of what it sounds like. It's kind of like a, a soul blues thing, but it's almost got this, uh, you know, rage against the machine kind of flair on it. So it's, it's that, that one's, that one's always been fun. That one's never not fun to play, whether we're practicing or it's live or we were recording it and everything. I mean, there's. I think when we get into songs, just in general, we will just automatically love the song. If we notice that it's like a really good jam, then you know we're just gonna get into it. We're gonna be bouncing all over the place but you know it's it's like choosing a favorite child almost you know that's fair that's fair because you guys put so much work in each of them yeah so. oh yeah yeah oh yeah that is an understatement <laughs> so some sometimes no we've i mean yeah we've had <laughs> we've had ups and downs with it i mean it's obviously all a part of it any relationship is but uh yeah some of the yeah some of the songs because we, we do have some stuff just about ready to come out of the oven so to speak i don't want to reveal too much but uh Let's just stuff. say we're 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 pretty close keep here. You got to keep 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 your eye on all the uh, the socials, Kings of Strings. Just it's putting that out there. <laughs> <laughs> Found the opportunity and we took it. Shameless plug. Check. This is your Point to the Mitten trivia question of the week. Last week we asked Ray Parker Jr. made two music videos for one of his songs, one of which is Halloween themed. Which song was it? If you guessed the other woman, you'd be right. This week's question is a little bit different. Hopefully you've been listening to our show since the beginning or at least know enough about the show to know the answer. How many times have we traveled for this show? If you think you know the answer, add us on Twitter at the musical MI. And while we won't be back next week with the answer, we will post it on Twitter so that you can see who got it right. You've been listening to the musical Mitten. I'm Maggie. And I'm Bree. If you've been with us since the beginning, you know that we started as a radio show on WOCR 89.1 The One, Olivet College. Our goal when we started was to share all of the incredible talent from across the state of Michigan, past and present. Now, we've been able to talk to artists from all over the state and share their stories with you. If you have any suggestions for who we talk about or to in the future, fill out the form on our website, themusicalmitten.com. Thank you so much for tuning in. Do you guys have like a favorite place that you like to perform, like whether it's a venue? Oh, that's a good one. I yeah, yeah. So there's this place, Michigan Avenue, back in Dearborn, called New Place Lounge. So like basically, uh, one of my dad's buddies from high school owns that place, and uh, it's it's pretty much just like a home ground for us. Like every time we go over there, because it's it's a middle of. We're like everybody's from Canton or Plymouth and uh, Livonia and stuff, and so people meet like halfway to go there, like twenty minute drive, and every time we go over there, it's packed. So I always look forward to going over there. Yeah, it's always good when we have a venue that we can pack consistently. Every time we've gone to New Place Lounge, we filled it up. The bar gets business. We have a good audience. Like it's it's always like a mutual benefit thing. Oh, Token too. Lounge is cool too. Got to throw that one out there. I guess piggybacking off of that, do you guys have a favorite experience that you had while performing? Yes. It, it, I guess it kind of bleeds into your last question as well, but like we had a show over the summer at Lakeside. It was like we got to perform. They closed off a road for us, and we had like boats parked with people just listening to us on the water, and I was like, man, this is so cool. Best parking. Yeah. I, I think so, yeah. Best, Best parking. parking. By far. We had 
uh, we had the truck right behind the stage, literally right behind the stage. Oh my gosh! We got to see the water. There were people on boats listening. There's people on. Like it was, it was that was really fun. Great Play, playing in the middle of the street. Was really so good cool. scenery. I love that. Day. That's there's a concert venue like that in my hometown. Yeah. Where it's like right on the That's river. Cool. Oh, you were telling me about that. Yeah. I catch it this um, summer. Does it have a zip code? <laughs> because <laughs> if it does we will be there they do like a summer concert series and they've pulled in like local bands so i'm sure that they'd like that's that's exciting I'm sure so i'm from bay city it's winona park it's an outdoor venue okay we're gonna have to we're gonna have to talk about that later <laughs> a lot of the ones like specifically like within the city limits of Detroit are really fun. Like we did PJ's Locker House last year with uh, our friends really Boys and Ties went to our school and another great local band called the Tink of the Lost Boys. And that that particular was like a super super strong lineup. Like there wasn't necessarily like, as many restrictions on like like volume and like, we got like paid that. to be us essentially. Yeah. You know, a lot of people when they well I shouldn't say a lot, but occasionally we'll have people to like they would ask us you know like turn down your sound or play like this stuff like that and you know you get that to an extent but you're also hiring someone for their sound it'd be like hiring panic at the disco and be like all right you're gonna have to whisper the whole concert i just you know. saw panic at the disco actually so that's, that's all <laughs> <laughs> okay. but yeah we're in a good spot now though for sure do you guys have any goals for where you want to go i don't know okay. st andrews all kind of just yeah, rest of the back of my, my mind i should say That'd be crazy. That's because that, that's the thing about like some of the stuff that like when Noah was saying about the Detroit bars are really cool is because they always have the architecture is usually really old, but it's always really cool. And the buildings they're not they're not usually the most like structurally sound, but like the amount of character and like how long that stuff's been around and the people that show it's it's like it's it's never not been worth it to go to places like that. It's always been the best. I guess to go off of that, like for Detroit, yeah, play the Fillmore or the Fox. Those are good venues. That would be something cool. No, no, no. Like Tin Roof. Uh, there's that next to Comerica Park. That place is a place we really want to get into soon. Yeah, no, it's it's cool because they got multiple layers there of like floors. So I'm, you could dr- be dancing on the second floor, listening to a live set on the first floor. Go to the roof, look on the balcony, look at everything on the top floor. It's a cool place to be. Oh yeah, no, it's yeah, a good environment. It's a really cool building. Yeah. There's the Detroit venues, and then like like the game streams. Like we played in Chicago once, and we played in Toledo once. Like I guess that's another thing. Like we really want to like start visiting other states too, to bring our music too. Is there anything that we haven't asked yet that you guys wanted to add on? We got the Kings of Strings on Instagram. We got Kings of Strings on Spotify. We're on Twitter as well. Music, also on Angami and Deezer. If you've heard of those, we're also there. We haven't. <laughs> we we have not heard of them, but we're there. But other than that, I think that pretty much sums up how we became this collaborative group so far. You know. We do want to thank the awesome hosts for having us. We do want to add that. That's something we'd like to add. You thank you for up. meeting us halfway in this bowling alley right. slash thank bar you. with um. Go home with this music playing in the background. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be a little nice tidbit in the background for this podcast. Hopefully, if you check <laughs> our YouTube, right? yeah. <laughs> check our YouTube, we should probably have a video of us playing the show that we're about to play tonight. By the time anybody sees this or hears this, can't see a podcast. <laughs> if you try hard enough, you might be able to. We're not hot for teachers. Yeah. Yeah. We're not that advanced yet, but we'll get there. We're <laughs> the Braille podcast. <laughs> And then we always like to open it up and say if you guys have anything you want to ask us, 
Ooh. It's my favorite oh. part. <laughs> yeah, I like this. Well, have you ever done a bowling alley interview like this before? Bowling alley? No. No. <laughs> this is the first. Yep. What's the craziest one that you guys have done? You. This is the one yeah, you're I missed here it. For. <laughs> I went into the Ark in Ann Arbor. Yeah. And it was during the Verve Pipe sound check. Okay. So I had to I had to get all the band members individually because they all had to test their instruments and it was like the most chaotic thing I've ever oh, done because I got everybody no. it was like separate. Yeah. Still like really cool. It was definitely an interesting experience because I it was the first time I'd ever traveled. I was traveling without her. Mm-hmm. And I had to figure out how to get this all set up. I was in contact with like three different people, completely unfamiliar with the venue, and then got separated from everybody. Oh had to take them like God. one by one or like in twos. And to be fair, she's notorious for getting lost everywhere. It's not just this place. Oh, that's fair not fair. We gotta it explore is so the venue. Fair. I didn't get no, I didn't get lost coming here. Actually. And Bronner's or the museum or yeah. <laughs> I get lost a lot. I made a wrong turn on the way here. Well, there's so much interesting stuff to look at, though, so... Yeah, yeah. One question I do have is, if you guys were to have anybody on your podcast, anybody you can handpick, who would you have? That's a good question. Anybody in the world. I think Lizzo. Lizzo. (laughs) I gotta think about that. Because I only recently, like, I'm not gonna lie, when she first started coming out, I was like, oh, it's too mainstream, it's not really my style, I'm very much more, like, alternative rock kind of person, so I just didn't pay much attention, and then we covered her on one of our episodes, and it was all about, like, women empowerment, so we did, like, four Michigan female artists, Okay. and I learned so much about her that I was like, holy cow, how have I not been appreciating her more, so I would love to get her off the show. <laughs> I see, that's okay. cool. Yeah. yeah, that's a good one. Then. Thank you. The interesting thing about me is I've had a lot of people that I was already really yeah. excited about on the show. But I think, like, the dream, Madonna. Oh, that's yeah. a good one. There's a lot and of history from your hometown, there. Unpack, so yeah. yeah. And, like, there's a lot of really interesting history about Madonna going all the way back to the 80s up to now. And because she's from my hometown, I feel like I already know a lot about her. Fair, yeah. So I feel like it would be really cool to be able to like sit down and be like, hey, we have this really interesting shared common background, and I'd like to sit down and have a conversation about that. Okay. Yeah, no, that would be cool. You guys ask the best questions, by the way. Holy cow. <laughs> I love this. Lots of talking. Yeah. <laughs> We're pretty good at that. Good at talking. It's actually our podcast. <laughs> the tables the roles turned. have reversed by the end. This is your podcast now. <laughs> All right, thank you guys so much for uh, letting us interview you. That was, that was great. Thanks for talking with us. Holy cow. Yeah, and we really right appreciate before it. you go on, like, <laughs> thank you. It's, it's, the, it's the pep talk before the show. Yeah, yeah, really yeah. I'm messing you up with yeah. guys. <laughs> Seriously, though. <no. laughs> This has been The Musical Mint, where we bring you all things music from Michigan. Check out our Instagram and Twitter at The Musical MI for any announcements, events, and more. If you didn't hear us at the beginning of the episode, this is the last episode for this season. However, again, make sure that you are checking in all of the places that Brie mentioned for when we're going to be back. All of our past episodes, radio show, and podcast are on our website at themusicalmitten.com. Again, that's T-H-E-M-U-S-I-C-A-L-M-I-T-T-E-N dot C-O-M. We'll be back next season.